go. You press record, Tristan. No, I haven't. I didn't bother. I just said go <laughs> so you'd see it when you started. Alright, Sharp, let me start. Alright. Salutations, pod lovers. Welcome to another See You Next Thursday podcast. As Ariel Hilwani would say, we're back in your life. Right. <coughs> Panelists this week are uninspiring and cantankerous. Yes, that's right. Put your hands together for Ed025, who when you type in mature into Pornhub, his videos will be populated. You've got Ed001, who in his spare time watches Ed Zero's 20, Ed's 025 videos on Pornhub. And me, Ed666, who films Ed025's movies for Pornhub. Good evening. Good evening, guys. How are you? Uh, I'm, good, busy, I'm busy feeling a bit sick now, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I know what website you're on. <laughs> Just the thoughts in there, right. thanks. Oh, 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 don't. That picture you sent earlier. Oh, who sent it earlier today? In, in, oh, my, I'm still. I'm still. Uh, oh, I'm oh still, Billy on his holidays. Okay. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> 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 affected by that picture in the uh, WhatsApp group. Anyway, we have a crackerjack of a show today, so without further ado, let's let's get do it going. So, the powers that be have decided to keep playing football during a pandemic, and we have a topsy-turvy table, a topsy-turvy premiership table. Well, everyone below City, that is, is topsy-turvy. All right, lads, is it City's title to lose, or is it too early to concede? Too early. Well, too early to concede. There's no doubt they're playing well, City. They've got a really good squad, and I'd say they were favourites for the league, but it's far from over yet. I don't see Why how they conceded it to City anyway when Everton won it in the first week of the season, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> why, have, uh, why have City. What's been the reason for the improvement? They've got a good squad. They've got a good squad of players and they're always going to win games. You know, not every game, but they're going to win a, a good majority because of the quality of the squad. And that's what the other teams haven't got. The other, the other, the other teams up there have got good, uh, good teams, but haven't got a great squad. And that goes for Liverpool as well. Maybe not so much United. They've got a better squad than Liverpool, in my opinion. And that's what it's all about, squad depth. They're going to lose the Bruyne now for four, maybe five weeks. And they just put Foden in or Gundogan or someone like that to come in. They've got quality, whereas the other sides, I think, struggle to put a like-for-like player out there. I think it nice. helps the way they've set up as well. has made a huge difference. <clears throat> in the past, they've been too open. And that had been, you know, I'd left them open to counter-attacks and that. And now, they've got two sitting in front of the defence, allowing the full... So they carry on sending the full-backs bombing forward and leaving the attackers up there. But they're not getting caught on the break anymore. They've really improved defensively, haven't they, Tris? I think they have. 
It's having the two in front. Now they've got, um, what's his face? Rodri isn't on his own because Rodri just could They thought he was a Fernandinho level player and it turns out he's not. He's not actually that good. So they needed someone to help him out defend. And now they've got yeah, with them, It's worked. Yeah, with them sh- sh- uh, tightening up a little bit, they're not getting those basketball scores that they were putting up uh, of all those those seasons ago. So they're scoring less, but winning more. Yeah. Well, defences yeah. win titles. <laughs> I was <mine. laughs> um, <laughs> And uh, so you think it's... Um, uh, why has that happened? Is that Guardiola just... Um, Checking himself, or is he? Is he just thinking? Um, what's what's happened there? Why has he made that change? Just, in, I mean, because that's not his natural uh, game, is it? He's finally seen sense and become a bit more pragmatic. That's all. Right. So, props to him for doing that because he could have been he could have ego first and just thought kept going the way he was going, but obviously he's thinking the pragmatic pragmatism is going to yield better results yeah I'd say so it's odd though because it is so unlike him he's always said that he'd never do that he'd never bend to pragmatism he'd always keep going the way he's going and it's not always about results and stuff like that and now all of a sudden he's changed it's weird I don't know what's happened there yeah. Uh, he, he, you know, to to score in a slump, but it hasn't been in a kind of a slump. And at we've got the players that City have got. Them players won't win things, otherwise they won't be there. And he's he's had to change, I think. Yeah. Yeah, good point. Because he sees these players; they're they're on big money. They're world class players. Well, very good players, anyway. Most of them, and. Um, they're not winning anything last two seasons. And uh, that probably does have a bearing, Billy, you're right. And the fact that, um, I'm not just saying, I'm, I'm not saying, oh, Klopp's so, Klopp's so wonderful, but he probably sees Klopp and he sees the way he's changed and modified his tactics and it yields results and success and um, uh, trophies. So he's probably thought, well, I, I, I could tinker a bit and, uh, and do the same. He needed to yeah. if he's going to ever win that uh, Champions League he's so desperate for again. Yeah, because it's the same, yeah? They, that's what's let him down in the Champions League, his defence. No, you know, it's not, it's not his attackers or his midfield. It's letting stupid goals in, and he seems to have addressed that. Hopefully for them, he's addressed that. And, you know, it's, it is his way to win the Champions League, is to defend well. Yeah. True, and I don't think European teams fear City as much as Premiership teams do because he seems to lose a lot of games in the Champions League. Not, not I mean, they're not in the knockout stages, but when it matters, because I don't think they have that fear fit factor in Europe that they do in the they did have in the Premiership anyway, or do have in the You know, you're playing, you're talk, comparing Burnley to Juventus. There's a huge difference. Juventus are going in full of confidence because yeah. they've just won their league against yeah. City so they stay they yeah. feel they can match them whereas Burnley will go in against no, them but... and they'll sit back and just just hope to hang on for dear life that's that's yeah the but they lose yeah but they lose to Leon you know like uh, uh, yeah, but... in a two-legged affair as well but Leon again they're, they're going in there full of confidence the only team that beats them in France is uh, uh, PSG yeah. you know and when they've, when they've, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know that, that's that's their only 
So they they feel they've got a chance, you know. Yeah, yeah. So you'd agree, Tristan? True. Yeah. So you'd agree? Would you agree with Billy that uh, uh, City are favourites? Oh, they have to be favourites. Yeah. They, I mean, they yeah, in yeah. a season like this, they had to be from the start because they're the only ones with this squad big enough to cope with injuries. Yeah. Yeah. And to be fair, they've they they they've been relatively uh, lucky with uh, injuries because they've had uh, well now they've got KDB uh, Kevin De Bruyne out. They who uh, they've had Jesus in and out and Allegri uh, not Allegri Aguero in and out, but uh, they've coped. They've definitely coped. That's for sure. And I think their midfielders scoring more goals, aren't they as well? Yeah, but they needed to. Yeah. To be fair. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, uh, City uh, favourites for the Premiership, no shock there. Let's talk about Leicester. Um, what are your thoughts on the, uh, on uh, on them, guys? Well, I think they're a very good side, you know. Uh, they're a hard-working side. They've got a tremendous midfield. And I know they missed, they missed Vardy against us uh, midweek, but they're still one hell of a side. And, you know, you see what you like about Rodgers... He has got them playing. They're playing good football. They're hard to beat, and a very solid side against anyone. I know Liverpool actually battered them the other uh, the other week, but they are a, a, a truly up there. Deserve to be up there side for me. Can I just ask, what do you mean by they play good football? I just, uh, I mean, people, this, I don't see any difference in the way they're playing and the way they won the league. Basically, they're just sitting back and hitting on the break. I don't see how theirs is that much better than, say, Spurs or, you know, any of these. Uh, I think the midfield, Palace, they just I think the midfield's improved. Midfield improved amazing. I think that indeed is a really good player. I'm not arguing. I'm talking about you said they play good football. I yeah, don't they, see what's they, so good about they it. Play nice. They play it nice. What, they, hit it long. they hit it long to either Vardy or one of the wingers and look to feed from there. It's Is it nice? I don't it's, it's nice to watch. I think it's nice to watch. I don't think you have to play all this tippy-tappy uh, Barcelona, no, Liverpool, no, City way. I like a ball over the top. I like a I ball like stressed out of the way. But what um, I mean you know, actually, most of the games are they playing that night? It's you know, it's like I don't see. I mean, people rave about Barnes. Yeah. I'm not convinced by him at all. He just seems a bit of a head down, run and just hope, hit and hope, really. A lot of his stuff. Yeah, but I don't see that they do. That I don't see the majority of their balls are over over the top to Vardy. When they counter, they're devastating, but they don't do enough of it. They just do. They 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 counter not enough for me. I think that move uh, the ball really quickly. I think the accusation that they just all they do is lob it over the top to Vardy is a bit missing. I never said I, I'm that. not sure about that. I never said yeah, that. If you, you don't said... listen, I said they play it. I said I said they play it to the wingers or Vardy. Over the top. That's what they do. They can oh, move right. it quickly forward to either the wingers or Vardy. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, I thought, I thought you doing. meant they just lob it over to the... Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no, not just lob it. They can't lob it over. I was going to yeah. say, this is one of the things they've had to change is because Vardy tends to not get the same space <coughs> as he used me. to get. And yeah, yeah. I don't think he's... 
at the same level as he once was. I think he's starting to show signs this season. I didn't. He wasn't early on, but now he was starting to show signs of fatigue. But then you find out he was carrying a gro- groin injury, so maybe that's all it was. To be fair, and that might be why they were avoiding. Maybe they weren't avoiding playing the ball over the top to him so much as. I mean, maybe they weren't not able to because of how well he was being defended, or more because he wasn't able to make the runs he wants could because of the groin injury it's be interested to see when he comes back what they're like with him yeah but that man Madison's one hell of a player isn't he oh I love Madison you know, he's marvellous in the middle and they I watched obviously the Everton game the other day and they move it so quickly and everything seems to go through Madison in midfield he's always available for the ball and he gets it and he moves it all the time very quickly Yes, he's, he's like a good side player. He really is. He's he's a uh, he's one of them players that you're looking to to make the game. And I think he's a marvelous player. Yeah, that to me is the uh, difference between him and Grealish, and why I think he's a much better player than Grealish. Well, a better player. Than I was Grealish just going to make that point. I was just going to make that point. Quickly, yeah, yeah. Grealish will hang on. He'll wave his foot over the top of it. Players will be running off him, and he'll be still stood there, just waving his foot over the top of it. And the, you know, the opposition's got time to set their defence. With Madison, he's already played the pass the minute he's got it, and it's the same with Thiago. Yeah. When you watch him against Spurs, he's already moved the ball on immediately, done something yeah. with it. Raz Grealish will just just a little too long. Same as Lalani used to annoy me because he'd just take too, you know, an extra touch when you're thinking, no, oh, there was a pass on when you play it. And Madison doesn't do that. He plays it and you think, I, I really rate him as a player. If only he could cut out the silly dives. Yeah, but that's what I was mentioning about, what I was mentioning about the, the, the good to watch because when, the way he set up against Everton was really good. The three in the middle and everything went through Madison. And as soon as he got it, ball away. And he was they looked a threat every time they got the ball. No, I, I, I was just asking you to expand on it rather than disagree oh, right. with you, to be honest. I wasn't trying to, I was just trying to get you to to fill in more of why you think they play good football rather than yeah. see what yeah, they're Everything does go through Madison on. Uh, he's a top quality, top quality player. Yeah, because I actually like, I, is... I like him as, them as well. Yeah. That's a great comparison, guys. Actually, uh, Tristan uh, Greenish and Madison—they kind of played the same similar mm. position, and two English players. And one is being heralded as like I don't know, uh, a world class, and one yeah. is not. Yeah, exactly. And one isn't getting the plaudits he deserves, and the team in the England uh, in and the and the place in the England uh, team he deserves. Uh, yeah, he should be first choice, shouldn't, shouldn't he, Billy? What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. I think so, Trish, yeah. I think, I think he's a fantastic player. And I think someone big's going to go in for him. Whether Le- Leicester can hold on to him, I don't know. But he can do the, the Bruyne job for City. He can do, you know, he can play for Liverpool. He can get in any of them top sides. I agree. Why is he, why is he a centre-back? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I just like to point out, I was saying this when he was playing in the Championship. Like, everyone was like, why did you put him... Few years back when he was in the championship, I put him in, and everyone was saying, "Why'd you put him in there? He's crap. What are you talking about? He's only playing in the championship." So, oh, when he played for Norwich, yeah, 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 he was that good. He was outstanding. He really did show you. You just when you saw him, you were just like, "This lad's gonna go to the top." Yeah, 
Yes, good player. But they are a good Leicester, side, actually. Yeah, what Leicester do really well is they have excellent recruitment. Yeah. Their recruitment yeah. is... Sp- I mean, and they don't necessarily buy the most expensive players in the world for obvious reasons, but mm. their recruitment is... I mean, that... Um, the Fafana guy, he's he's not bad at all. I mean, what Liverpool would give for? I mean, so I don't keep mentioning Liverpool, but what we'd give for that player now, eh? Oh, he's excellent defender. And, and when you look at how they've better. used him, rather than like, I mean, it's pure luck that he's got in there because soon you and that were all injured, and Evans as well. Injured, he was yeah. a good signing. I I can't understand why Arsenal never made that him their <laughs> signing a few years ago when they had the chance. He was he's Massively underrated Evans, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, he has done well. Oh. Um, let's uh, let's move on to Manchester United. Um, they've had a bit of a, uh, a week uh, losing two one at home to uh, sorry yeah two one at home to Sheffield United, and uh, I also want to talk about the racial abuse their players suffered uh, yeah. in the midst in the aftermath of that game. Yeah, actually, it's wannabe, isn't it? He, he, he got a lot of, yeah, he got a lot of abuse, and also Marshall. Uh, and it's just not honest. It's the racial abuse that's going on on the uh, on Twitter and all these forums now. It's getting out of control, and I think it was Tris who said, you know, that, that something's got to be done about it. Whether they stop them having social media accounts or that they're vetted and things can come in but they can't go out. I don't know what the uh, re- uh, result is going to be but they've got to do something about it because the lad from uh, from West Brom now he got the same uh, I can't remember his name Romain who was Sawyer. it Tris? Romain Sawyer yeah. yeah he got he got the same and you know you've got all this, the kicking out campaign, campaigns and all that and it's doing nothing. It's going backwards instead of going forwards. And they need to do something about it. Like I said to you when we were doing, well, we were trying, because somebody, I won't name names, but somebody hadn't got a clue how to set up the sound so you could hear all of his. This. <laughs> I won't say who it was, but it was me. <laughs> anyway, yeah. The, it, well, we were, I was saying the only thing I can see that they've got, they've got to force, because it's the social media companies that have got to act. They're the ones with the power to do it. Yeah. And yeah. so they've got to, all footballers and anybody else who disagrees with races should just stop using their platforms until they fix it. It's not a problem. There's yeah. no difficulty for them to do to delete account. If somebody complains about racial abuse from a certain account, they can block it and you know delete the account immediately. Yeah. Yeah, it is going beyond a joke though, because we've got all the kicking out campaigns and people taking in me and all that. And then to just find another platform mm. to to spout this bile, and it's just wrong, isn't it? It's wrong in society, not just football. You, you shouldn't be allowed to do it. And as you as you say to us, it's got to be done from the companies themselves. They've got to do something about it. I, I don't understand why they don't. It's... Can't be helping them. No, I can't. No, you wouldn't think so. Well, that's, that's, you know, we've just got, got to hope that someone grabs the ball by the horns and does something about it. Or the police get involved or whatever. But there's got to be some, something done about it. 
Because something wrong. And the annoying thing is when they start claiming it's free speech, they're like, it's like, oh, no, no, that's not free speech, mate. That's not what it's about. No, it's hatred, yeah. yeah. It's terrible. Well, you, you have free speech. I'm all for free speech. But when it breaks the law, that's when it's, uh, you. That, that's when that free speech argument goes out the window. You know, you're being racist and that's breaking the law. There's yeah, never been yeah. free speech. There's never been free speech anyway. It's never existed. It's a fallacy, and nor should it, because well, we've shown it's... when you look at social media platforms, you see immediately that human beings are just not capable of being trusted with it. No. Well, let's not go down this philosophical argument because we'll be here all day otherwise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just want to mention it because it is a problem that's in the football at the moment. Not just football, but it's coming through the football world. Is this the time to talk about... I mean, this is probably a good segue into the Zlatan and uh, Lukaku incident, but we also need to talk about United and uh, uh, Sheffield United. Man United and Sheffield United. Yeah, so, do you want to just that. touch upon the... Yeah, so yeah, do you want to just touch upon... Uh, because that, that Zlatan Lukaku thing, that stemmed from Moshiri saying about when Lukaku wanted to leave, he said to him, he said to, oh, in the paper, wasn't it? He said um, he got a voodoo message, so wanted to leave, which obviously Lukaku right. was extremely annoyed. You know, I mean, let's be honest, he wouldn't have said that if Lukaku was white. So you can say it's not racist, but would he have said it if Lukaku was white? No, he wouldn't. But then on the other hand... It does, you know, the voodoo thing does stem from Haiti and, and uh, Africa, where, you know, the vast majority of the citizens are black. So you could say that, like, it, it's highly unlikely to... So maybe he could have an argument saying he didn't mean it as in the colour of his skin, just where he's come from, but he's Belgium. So, I don't, you know, so that doesn't even follow. Yeah, so, it was a stupid thing for Michelle to yeah. say to me. And, you know, I... I'm He's Belgian and Christian, yeah, so I just couldn't. I just I'm trying to get, trying to come up with how how he could mean that in a non-racist way, and I simply can't explain it as in any way other than he said it is. It does come out as if you're racist, but then Slatan knows this. He knows that's happened, and so for him to turn around and say about uh, go and do your voodoo. You know that's um, I don't think he, but it doesn't seem like he. He's just meant it as a deal without, because he knows it'd without, wind him up, rather than that's yeah, how it without, came across to me. With, without knowing the two protagonists, Zatan and um, Lukaku, obviously. Well, they don't like I'm each not other. So, yeah, I'm not so sure that Zlatan's dig was racial. No, that's why I was saying. That's why I was giving the background yeah, to explain yeah, why yeah. I think it's not. Ra- I think he's taking something somebody else has said, knowing it'd annoy him, because they don't like yeah. each other. Yeah. They already disliked yeah. each other. I mean, yeah. what, it, yeah. a, a couple of years ago, uh, Satan told the paper that he'd when they were together. I think it was when they were at Man. Were they at Man United together? Was it United? Yeah, United. Yeah, yeah. and he yeah. yeah. told him that if he had it every time he got Lukaku had a good touch, he'd give him fifty quid. <laughs> and then he said, I think he said something yeah. about the like I'd never put my hand in my pocket once or something along those sort of lines. As it, but yeah, so they clearly yeah. there's there's a definite they hate each other. There's a bit of history there. Yeah. 
And it was, you know, he was trying to wind him up. That's the type of volatile person that Zlatan is, by the way. And it was more done to wind him up than to be anything racial, in my opinion. Yeah, this is the thing. Because it was a racist thing that was said to him that he's used then as a wind-up, I think it's still that he shouldn't have said it. And he should apologise, yeah, rather than just saying there's no racism in Zlatan's world. Well, I'm sorry, but in the world he's not there is racism. And am I the he's only one that would have loved to see Lukaku knock seven bells of crap out of him? To be honest, I'm going to be honest. Like... Zlatan's just, he's turned into a caricature of himself. I know where it came from, that it's somebody wrote a book, a biography on him, and he made him out to say all these stupid things and that, and then he started living up to it for a laugh. But he's he's gone way beyond it, and he's become just a joke, and it's embarrassing to listen to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you just think, I honestly, honestly, mate, I don't have any problem with it, because... I think he's bringing laughter into football and he makes me smile when he says like a light. What about when they, you know, stuff like, you know, when you he came back from an injury quickly and he says lions, he healed differently or something like that. You know, I don't think he's doing anything wrong. He's at 39 years of age and still banging in goals in a premier division in Europe. You know, I, I don't see, I, I, I don't see nothing wrong with the guy. I think he's a, I think he's a, a positive influence on football. I'm not sure I'd say he's positive influence. He's a good player, but, I mean, he's, but that's all. Yeah, but no, I'm just no, no, no. But 39 years of age to still be banging in goals in Serie A—that's that, that's a that's an achievement in my book. And he's not—he's—he's uh, he's not doing anything wrong. He's enjoying his life. He's enjoying football. And well, he's I just coming out. I think you would argue about they're not doing anything. Yeah, wrong. I and do, so yeah. would anybody who played against him because he's constantly <laughs> fouling. Like you know, he's a bit like Harry Kane where he steps back into him and throws the yeah. elbows and that except except unlike Harry Kane he doesn't injure his ankle doing it he's a... <laughs> did, did you see that Billy did you notice that yesterday that was how he got injured he stepped on he tried to foul Henderson and tripped over his own feet and done his ankle in honestly hey, am, I the only one who, am I the only one who thought that Thiago's uh, challenge on him was legal or is that Am I wrong? But we'll get back to that anyway. Uh, yeah, so me, I like Zlatan. I think he's a, um, I, I, I think he's good for football, but um, I can see why people are wound up by him. And I can see why Lukaku was wound up. So I, um, I don't find him I don't wind up. I just find him tiresome and boring. It's like, you know, it was a joke at first, but he's just take it's boring now. That's what I think. It's just, you know, all right, yeah, your gimmick's done. You know, grow up, move on. Come on. See, yeah. at the start, at the top of the, when I introduced you as cantankerous, I was right, wasn't I? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's me but age. You have to, it, once you get over yeah, 40, exactly. you have to be moany. <laughs> but in his uh, in his defence, Pogba came out and said, he can't be racist. He loves me too much. So let's put a lid on that one. Yeah, I don't think that's, I don't think that's a good thing. That's uh, not fair. Yeah. No, that's not fair. really for me. No, yeah. but, he no, said some stupid. That's like when Pogba's no, the reason why I said that is because Pob has obviously hung out with him a lot. So yeah, that doesn't mean in, anything. Pop, Donald Trump let, hung out with if, Mike Tyson. If you, let, me, let me finish. Let me finish, right? So he's obviously seen the way he talks, he acts, he's, 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 he's uh, around black people. 
and he's obviously not racist, so he's come out and uh, endorsed and advocated for him. Mike Tyson and uh, Donald Trump is not racist. Would you say you put the man's, you know, clearly is, so... Sean said he used to go from me with all, his, all, the other, all the other black players, and you can't tell me he's not a racist, so I'm not having that one for one minute. He's a, you act different in, in front of people and behind the back, and I think that's the type of person's latter. is not a fan at all, sorry. Yeah, I'm not saying he's racist, by the way. I just want to step before yeah. before we go. I'm not saying he's what I'm saying is Pogba saying he's not does not work for me. That's well, because, not. Yeah. That's not what, Lassan, whoever it is. Lassan knocks on your door. Is that what you're thinking? <laughs> like, like he's gonna know where I live. I'm telling. I'm telling. Uh, I'm not bothered by Slatter. We've got good security guards I'm, here. I, They're deep snakes. Remember. Tristan says you're racist. <laughs> I've said words about him. Trust me. I've said words about him. It don't bother me. Anyway, let's get on to Manchester United. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was a terrible result for the money. They were awful. They, I wonder what uh, happened. They just stopped playing, didn't they? They stopped doing the things that they've been doing. And I don't know if you watched it. I watched bits of the game because it's on the same time as ever. But I did watch the game afterwards on catch-up. And I thought they were very, very lax. They never had the movements. Marshall, to be honest with you, he was awful. Absolutely awful. Never moved Jordan the game for me. And I'm not the biggest fan anyway, but I thought he was even worse than what he usually is. But do you not think that a lot of their results have come from not from being playing well as a team, but from individual bits of penalties and lots of driving? <laughs> yeah, like, like, you know, we'll, we'll gloss over that. Uh, yeah, they, yeah, it's just individual moments rather than good team playing. Do you think that's what caused this? Because Sheffield United had. A great put in a great performance as a team. And yeah, they the did. Difference. They were the better team. United had some good, good little bits of play, but not enough of them. And to just fell back. Everyone's doing it this year, by the way. Everyone's having bad results, and it's no big game changer. But the way to what they've been playing, and they've been on this fantastic run, and they just weren't good at all. They had an off, off day. That's second goal. That, I was watching it over and over because they had, one of them asked my opinion on it on the Man United site earlier. And so I watched it over and over today because I didn't actually see the game at the time because I was doing the news review, you know, news roundup while it's on. And it was just, I was listening to it sort of. It's on the TV behind me, like. But like, you know, so I watched the goal and, oh my God. And I just looked at it and I thought, I mean, Harry Maguire's about half an inch away from De Gea, gets the ball... And instead of just hoofing it clear, he passes it to De Gea. What the on the goal line? What the hell is De Gea meant to do with that? So he kicks it to the side, and then they all just stand around watching, and you're thinking, before you know, until the goal ball goes in the back of the net. And I feel sorry for Twanzebe because he did the only thing he could do. He got himself in position to block a a ball coming across. You know, cut a, cut a ball coming across. He couldn't go to the man who shot, but because it's because they, you know, that should have been a midfielder coming back. Pogba was just stood watching, and Marshall was just stood with his hands on hips doing nothing. But either of them should have been there to cover. But you know, they, they 
bloke taking a shot. And Twanzebe took up a decent position and just stuck his leg out, which is what you want your defender to do, is throw something in the way and try and block it. And he was just unlucky. Yeah. And I, f- I feel sorry for the lad because he's getting all the abuse when he did the right thing. It's his teammates yeah. who let him down. They stood stood and watched. It was exactly... It was the same play that they don't score through about five seconds later. And every older Man United defenders just stood in exactly the same position as they was for the first phase. And the second phase, it went to the same fella again. He just put in a net. Off, off deflection, of course. And it was terrible defending. Really lax. It's just from the start. Why didn't Maguire just put it clear in the beginning? He had the, he had the perfect opportunity to just clear that. He could put it for a corner or a throw-in, it doesn't matter, just get it out. That's what he should have done. What, what it goes through their mind these days that they play it back to the keeper? What's he meant to do with it? It just I makes no it, sense. Do you think it's a bit of when we play in Sheffield United, the, you know, the only one win all season? And, you know, it's an easy, a stroll through game. Could, I don't know. Could be they're you know, mentally relaxed. It looked that way that they were, they were too relaxed. Yeah. Yeah, that quite often happens, doesn't it, in games like that? Yeah, it must do success, yeah. Is the uh, great escape on for Sheffield United, lads? Still within no. a chance, because Newcastle are, going, are plummeting like a stone. So if they can keep picking mm. up results, they, they, they've got a chance. I don't, it's probably more they've likely it'll be someone like Fulham. Yeah, they've got, well, they, they're 10 points behind Brighton. Who's the... Who's the uh, 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 fourth from bottom is it Brighton yeah yeah Brighton yeah, but yeah. Newcastle are the ones yeah. that are in real trouble because they're just losing every week yeah they've got nothing have they and they're annoying I'm saying so they'll probably find something yeah you'd, you'd, you'd have to say you know Newcastle would be the one that must fear for their place right now out of the ones that but yeah. they look like they're going clear now uh, you know, they've yeah. got going now and they look like they'll be all right, especially as they've got the takeover to come. Can you imagine, next season, they might even have a decent squad there. Be interesting yeah. to see what yeah. uh, nice does. Even have got better, haven't they? You know, their results have improved, Fulham's. Yeah, they've I'm, bought I'm well. surprised that they have. Haven't they? They've bought quite well there. They've bought a good defender, they've good solid defence now. Which they didn't have. Yeah. That was their main problem is yeah. their defence was bloody awful, but now they've got good defenders. They look like a much better team. Still need forwards yeah. though. Goal scorer. Yeah. Um, you think uh just, just quickly touching upon Newcastle, you think uh, Bruce is on his way or will they have to keep him to the end of the season? It's gotta be he's gotta be close, hasn't he? Well he's just brought in Graham Jones to help him, so I can't see that he's gonna be ready yeah. to sack him. Why bring in help? I, I, Ashley isn't the type to sack them unless the fans love him. While the fans turn on him, and none of the fans want Bruce, they all want him out, so he'll never sack him. He did the same with Pardy, remember? <laughs> Gave him a seven year contract because the fans hated him. <laughs> He's, the fans. he's just an arsehole. He's just sticking the middle finger up to the fans. Let's be honest. That's all he does. Yeah. I don't know why he's still got Yeah, I think if they're free falling, he'll, 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 he'll have to make a decision. There's no chance he'll, he'll still keep Bruce if they're in the bottom three with 
with 10 games to go or something, they'll bring, they'll bring a new face in, surely. Freshen things up. You would think so, but I don't know. I, I don't know. If, who's, who is this to bring in? And he wants rid of the club now, so I'm not sure he'd want to spend the money on sacking someone and bringing someone else in. I don't know. It's hard to tell with actually, isn't it? I mean, I, who the hell knows of him? He'll do what he feels in, like, uh, and he won't give a toss what anybody else thinks. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's got the money not to give a toss. Yeah, isn't there been awesome. a? Uh, isn't there been a thawing of relations in the Middle East, so that takeover may go through? Qatar and Sha- yeah, Qatar have down where yeah they've all there. Uh, held hands so to speak again and sorted everything out and and Israel oddly enough of all guy you know they're all all got all matey now which is quite odd so uh so, the takeover yeah. is a distinct is a possibility next season well, for next know, season that was Saudi nothing to do with Qatar mate no but they've they've uh they've uh, uh relaxed the uh you know it was all about the piracy issue that's all been sorted now apparently it wasn't about the piracy issue. It was about, that was just one of the things. It was the um, it was also the murder of that journalist, wasn't it? Yeah, but I thought, from what I gathered, I thought the driver was the piracy issues because Qatar didn't want. I mean, Saudi didn't. Sorry, Qatar didn't want Saudi um, pirating all their football and piggybacking off it because they got it for free, obviously. Then yeah. So I think they've had a they've had a uh, they've had a thawing of relations, and I, and it's a possibility that the takeover goes through. Do you think Qatar's got that much power they could have blocked a takeover in the Premier League? That's quite scary. I don't know, mate. True. Yeah, yeah. So um, mind we'll just the football, to... the, the Premier League wouldn't want them pirating either because they're not paying for it, so it's costing them money. What, and let's what... face it, it's all about greed, isn't it? The Premier League. Absolutely. What I'm saying is that the payments are being made now, so that's why there's no issue, I think. Yeah, but there's but obviously I'm... other issues as well to be to, yeah, do, to work on. So I'm saying you might have a point because they wouldn't want anybody pirating to have power, would they? You're being ironic again, aren't you? No, I was saying <laughs> I was actually saying you might have a point that they, you know, the Premier League oh, might right, take okay. Qatar's side because they because Saudis wouldn't have been paying. You know, would have been costing them money, and you know what the Premier League's yeah. like—it's all about money. Money, money, money. Um, all right, uh, let's move on, shall we? Let's talk about Chelsea and uh, the firing of Frankie Lampard and the hiring of Tuchel. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get. It. I get why they sacked Frank Lampard. I understand it. I'm not sure it made any. Uh, there was any point in doing it at this point in the season or anything like. But I understand why he's done it. But I just don't get the cho- choice of Tuchel. I mean, Frank Lampard, he was his own worst enemy. He was too arrogant to accept help when it was offered to him. Instead, you know, he re- refused to do it. And he, ca- so you know, he, uh, if you're not going to take help and you're not doing as well as expected, you you, you know, you've you're, there's only one way it's going to end, isn't there? You're gonna get the sack. If if you're meeting your objectives, you can turn down help. But if you're not meeting your objectives, and say your boss says to you, "Do you need a bit of help to reach them?" and you say, "Nah, I'll fucking do it anyway. I'll do what I like." You know, you're gonna get the sack, aren't you? So you know, it's his own. It was his own fault. He's caused his own downfall. But why to hell? I don't get it. He's a bit of a diva. Yeah, I think it's going to end in tears, that one as well, because 
he's not the type who gets on with, will get on with Abramovich for me. He, you know, he doesn't like to be told what to do. And I, I think he's uh, he's going to be, end up being a bad choice for Chelsea. Yeah, I agree. I think he's also only coming in on an 18 contract as well. So he knows that if he doesn't produce, he's on his way out anyway. And regarding the fact that he doesn't get on like the higher-ups, the executives, like, I mean, he's always had, you're right, he's always been butting heads with uh, the, the the people upstairs. So, uh, and I, I'm not sure that's going to, like you say, Billy, um, it'll end in tears, I think. It's a short-term um, thing, isn't it? Yeah, 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 it's it's win win. If he's successful, they'll 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 carry on, and if not, they've got to get out of jail cards. So uh, it doesn't it doesn't um, what's the word I'm looking for? It doesn't uh, smell of uh, long term. That's for sure. You know, there's no blueprint, so to speak. No, maybe but the play, they... maybe the managers. They go, mate. No, I was just going to say they don't really need long term, no, because the manager doesn't choose the play, you know, doesn't do the signings or anything like that. They're just a head coach, so it's the the ones yeah. above them that needs to be long term. But it does seem odd because they yeah. they're not sitting with the same style of play all the, you know, they've not set a style of play throughout their system, you know, their youth system. And that's not, what I'm saying. There's no blueprint. Bring, yeah. There's no yeah, so I mean, you know, that's why I was agreeing with you. So, like, actually, it probably does matter who the head coach is because they need to set this so it all works. So it goes from the, you know, as they come through the youth academy, they're straight. They can slot straight in, and whoever comes in knows how to do. Like Brentford, RBL, RBS, teams like that. They have this blueprint that they work to, and even though they're not spending as much money as others, they're managing to compete because they, you know, they're all at the same. They know what they've got to do exactly. Highlighting what you've just said—that's yeah. Highlighting what you've just said, I would have gone for Ragnick, up uh, and Nagelsmann dream team at the end of the season, and maybe left. Uh, no, they wouldn't get Nagelsmann. He wants to go to Bayern Munich. He's a Bayern Munich fan. Oh, fair enough. Um, I would have pushed for that, but as you say, money talks. They could have offered him an offer he couldn't refuse. And I'm saying with Ragnick. Well, where's he going to Allegri? Don't think he, I don't know anybody anywhere he's going. It's a strange one, him, isn't it? You know, win everything with Juventus, and then yeah. <laughs> and then can't get a job. But then he doesn't use youth players. He's uh, very cantankerous and difficult to work with. A bit like Tuchel in that respect. But you Tuchel's got a better reputation. You must have a poster of him up on your wall, then. No, that's what it, it, it just reminds me of you, really. That is a funny one. I mean, maybe he's not as good as uh, he thinks he is or people think he is. I'd, I'd maybe say. he's just, I mean. He doesn't play the most exciting style of football either, does he? He's very defensive-like, so. I mean, let's face it, Real Madrid and Barcelona aren't going to give him a job. Because um, they reckon that Gallardo's getting the Real Madrid job next, aren't they? Or something, oh, I don't know. That's and... who I want to see. That's who I want to see manage. But I don't want him at Real Madrid because I can't stand them. Yeah. You, you do mean the, has, uh... the River Plate manager, yeah? Yeah, the River Plate manager. That's yeah, who yeah, I think yeah. Chelsea should have gone for. They should have spent whatever it took to bring him in. Fantastic manager. He's going to be something special, him. 
Right, yeah. So but then he wouldn't get I've heard he's going to Real Madrid. Yeah. I no, think that would be no, a mistake for him to go there. Yeah. yeah, so I think that, I mean... If I was a Chelsea fan, I would be. My emotions would be all over the place because you're right. They they don't seem to have any kind of plan. They just like pay loads of compensation to a manager and just get somebody else and then do it all over again. And they win a trophy or two in the in the midst of it. There's no kind of long term strategy. It is odd that it seems to succeed though. I mean, how do they carry on winning when they seem in such disarray all the time? And yet they see it's... it's I don't get it. I mean... Yeah, I mean, they, they, on paper, they were a good team. They should be higher than they are. But they've just... I mean, it's not Lampard's fault that Havertz and Werner haven't performed. I mean, I really have I ever seen a fifty-four million pound footballer miss as many chances as uh, Werner's doing. I mean, is it ability? Is it luck? Is it a bit of both? I don't know. He just looks lacking in confidence to me, and he keeps and Frank wasn't using him right. The same with Havertz and basically any player in the team, which is uh, which is what led to the problems. He didn't see he brought you know they brought in these players and he didn't know how to use them, and he didn't give them a decent keep. Which was a big problem. They're all much well, emotionless, Sandy. Don't you think the Chelsea players, the likes of Havertz and and uh, Taylor, is they're much much more emotionless. They play the same role, all of them, and there's no no like team ethic. It's all about the individual players rather than the team, and that's where I think Frank's uh, lost it a bit there. Well, I think they made a mistake because right. Werner's a bit like, um, you watch him, he, he's a bit like uh, Jamie Vardy. So he's brought him in and he, he's not figured out how can he use, he's not figured out how to use him as a central striker like a Jamie Vardy. So he's instead played him on the left and he, he just, uh, he, you know, he's in a new league, he's not used, and he's got no way, they, you know, they haven't seemed to figure out how to get him to get in the positions to work. But they don't play as a team. They don't yeah. play as a team for me. They play as individuals. They're great individuals, but they don't play as a team. There's no setup. You're here, you're there. You yep. go where you want and just play with the ball. You know? And it manage. seems as though there's no plan. There's no plan there to say, this is the way we're setting up. You're, you, you're playing on the right. You're on the left. You're in the middle. Nothing. Don't get back from two cows. They will get that. We'll get they will really get it. He's very tactical. He's obsessively tactical to the point like he's a bit like uh, you know he's not like Emery is in like uh, where he just hasn't got a clue, but he's obsessive. I mean, like Emery is and that. It's one of them, but he's more. He's, he reminds me of Rafa to be honest, Rafa Benitez, but a bit more attack-minded, but a bit less tactically. Intelligent, astute. Yeah, astute, I think that. Um, I think that um, the thing with Tuchel is he's had some. I mean, at PSG, had some of the best players in the world at his disposal, but he couldn't get them. Go- I mean, he should have won European champion, European cups with them, mm. and he and he didn't. So, what he's he's obviously can't handle big personalities, but. What he's not getting at Spurs is those, you know, so he's getting them, uh, maybe he can do something at Spurs. 
Because the only... You said Chelsea, mate. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Chelsea, my mistake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but... So, um... Sorry, I was just going to say, you're right about the the personalities. That was the thing they knew when he was going into PSG. It was why it was a bizarre appointment, because he's always struggled to deal with personalities. He's a bit of a diva himself, and he can't cope with other egos. Yeah. 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 Which, while we're on the Close. subject to Champions League, have you seen Hansi Flick's close to the sack at Bayern? No, Bayern, no. Hey, you'd have no. thought that if you... <laughs> where are they in their league? Uh, Leipzig still top? Leipzig still top? I don't actually know, to be honest. I've not looked. Uh, Why is he close to the sack then? He's fallen out with those above him. I don't know whether he's what the uh, yeah. position is, though. I've not looked, to be honest. I don't know. Gotcha. Guys, do you want to just? Can I just pause it for a second here? Give me two minutes, yeah. I've got yeah. to do something. Go. All right, ladies. Uh, let's talk about Liverpool. Uh, <laughs> uh, where do you want to start? Uh, all right, let's get the uh, the centre back issue out of the way uh, before we talk about anything else. Um, I know that's your favourite subject. Uh, Tristan, do you want to kick it off? I've been deleting about 40 bloody questions about this today because it's just the same one <laughs> over and over and over. Uh, uh, you know, we, the problem we've got is, look, let's just explain the financial situation first. We're expecting that they've lost last financial year 100 million, right? That's the expected losses. That's with just a couple of months of lockdown. And, you know, this year, it's going to be a full lockdown, so they're going to have lost a lot more. There's no fans in ground at all for the entire financial year it's going to be. And you've got to remember, there's, there's also a massive loss in commercial revenue from things like uh, shirt sales, etc. have all dropped, partly because the night kits are horrible. I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think of a nice way to put it, because they're ugly <laughs> things, aren't they? And partly because nobody's got any money because of the pandemic, everybody's lost job. You know, everyone's out of work, so there's not so much money around to spend yeah. on buying shirts and t-shirts and mugs and calendars and all that crap that people buy me usually <laughs> for Christmas and birthdays. You know, and there's, there's just not so much around. So yeah, ground stores and all that. There's a yeah. lot of revenue gone. Exactly. There will be back after. Huge losses next season because Liverpool are still play, paying for players from years before. You know, we we bought all our players on the never never, like Leeds did, like Portsmouth did. Now that was fine when we were earning money, but now we're suddenly in the this. Oh, that's why we're we're expecting a loss of a hundred million is partly because we're still pay, You know, we're paying for players like Naby Keita still, you know, and the likes of that and Van Dijk and all that. We're still making payments on these players. So it's going to be difficult for them to to put the money together to buy another to buy a centre back. So really, I just don't know what Liverpool can do. Really, my point is right. Apparently, allegedly, we're in the market. Klopp has said we're looking for a player, a centre back, for the team before the January transfer transfer window closes. Yeah. My looking for one and getting one is two totally different yeah. things. I understand. I, am, I understand summer. that. I understand that. But we weren't going to get one day before yesterday, but now we are. But the finances haven't changed. We haven't certainly got an inje injection, all of a sudden got an injection of cash. So 
we're spending the money anyway if we get a player in the next couple of days. So why weren't we doing that? Well, to be fair, the the finances have changed. One minute, one minute, because the because the injuries were still apparent; they were still there. Yeah, but the finances have changed. If Matip's out for a long-term injury, you'll get an insurance payment. Is Um, is things that bad that we have to rely on? We things that bad at Liverpool that we have to rely on insurance to buy another play, get another player on loan. But what I'm saying is, it does improve the finances because suddenly you're not paying another player's wages, (laughs) and you're getting a you know you're getting a payout from the insurance to cover any possible you know medical expenses and all that. So it will change. It's the same with Van Dijk. His wages will currently be covered by insurance more than likely. The entire right, loss, so you're not paying this. So it does save money. It does mean that there's a little bit more that if a loan can be found or a player that can be found that can be paid in the future, you know, but adding more payments to our payment schedule, you know what I mean? Like, so the thing that annoys me is people seem to forget when they're saying it and they're always turning it on FSG, which it isn't really FSG anyway. It's Liverpool Football Club that decides whether to buy, you know, the financial situation. It's not FSG at all. It's Liverpool Football Club that decide whether they can afford to or not. So that's whoever, Martin Edwards or whoever's in charge of it. But people no, seem it's to Gordon. Think, that has, the Gordon oh, has the it. final say. Yeah, that's who I'm... Right. Sorry, my fault. That was a mistake. I should have said Gordon, you're right. But, um, yeah, the yeah. the other thing is, people who constantly blaming FSG... That's the fourth time you've agreed with me today. I'm worried. I know, it's... There's something going on in that head I of must yours. be wrong. I must be ill. <laughs> anyway, yeah, right, the, it's the lockdown's <laughs> getting to me. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah, they, <laughs> But the, the people seem to forget when they're blaming FSG for not putting their hands in their pockets. They're forgetting, they will, you know... The reason why we're in financial trouble so much is because they have to keep bailing out Klopp from his bloody tapping up experiences. You know how many fifteen million extra we paid on Van Dyke is once one, just one tapping up experience. That fifteen million could have bought a centre back in the summer. Yeah, but you've got to understand the players he's sold and the money he's bought in as well. Yeah, I mean, that kind of uh, negates it. No, it doesn't, but that's, it's that's all, irrelevant because, like, it's all, that, no, he's. A business is run on the simple premise cash in, cash out. So, how can it be irrelevant? irrelevant? Well, continue, they're not gone because of Klopp. You know, because Klopp's not sold them, has he? Coutinho was sold because he wanted out. No, but. Was it because Klopp was... But it's still, a, it's still a business, though. It's still a business. It doesn't matter when they were sold. It's like, it's money in and money out. That's the premise of a business. I don't see... The so, he spent... He spent a lot less than a managers uh, uh, around him. But... No, because no, most of their payments we... haven't come in. You know, like, well, we didn't even get the bloody... We're not even getting the money off Coutinho because we've already sold that to a... To, you know, to take the money in advance, remember? We've already had that money as well. Yeah, yeah exactly. But we didn't get. I don't understand it. We that. Why percentage? Because we wanted the cash there and then. Because we were in financial difficulties. Because we keep spending so much on these payments for players we need to build a squad for Klopp and to the... win things with. Except we weren't expecting a bloody and... pandemic. Remember, <laughs> this is the thing. Everything's done on the basis of a normal situation. Yeah. This pandemic has totally screwed up every football club in the world. It's not just us, it's all of them are in a mess. The only difference is teams like Man City, PSG, 
they've got the backing of a huge, you know, a huge conglomeration of, of uh, you know, the um, the funds, you know, these capital funds from the that they can tap into. But, Most but, of us have. Yeah, but you can't, you can't, you can't use personal money from. You can during this pandemic. They've relaxed the rules, haven't they? Because of the state of it. Because you what? You what? You what? You what? Say that again. They've relaxed the you're, you're FFP telling rules. Me, so you're telling me FSG can put in a couple of million and and, and pay for a player. Well, what player are they going to pay for? Two, two million. What's that going to buy? Matt Phillips would cost more right, than ten... two million. So why would it, <laughs> you know, you're, you're not going to get someone me, better than you're... we've got. You're telling me, you, one minute, one minute. Let me, let, let me, let me, let me. Let's elaborate on that. You're telling me that FSG can put money in from their own pockets and buy, I don't know, the the, the Schalke centre back, for instance, right? Cab, what what's his name? Cab, uh, I can't remember his name. Anyway, right? Just for example, they can do that, and we won't fall foul of FFB. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, well, I don't know because I don't know how far they've relaxed it and how far off we are. It depends. Okay. But there is a possibility that yes, someone could do that. But it's mostly about I'm talking about propping up the, you know, fate. You know, if the if the clubs are struggling, they can prop up. You know what I mean? Whereas Liverpool can't. Well, I'm sorry because if that's the case, these are billionaires we're talking uh, about, right? We're talking about saying that, but they own. They're only a part... FSG is a whole group of people. Which right. of them is going to put their money in? Not being funny, but if one of them puts his money in, he's you know he's spending his own money out of his pocket. What about his... You know what I mean? It's like, well, my mate isn't. All right, so there's a, gr- so there's a group of them, right? There's during a, a pandemic. But there's a group of them, correct? Right? Yeah, but they I mean, put we in don't a couple know what their finances each. are like. I mean, have they got them all tied up in... You know, they might have it all tied up in property and businesses that are for all we know they could all be in the same boat because their businesses are all failing at the moment so yeah fsg ain't got any money liquid the the the, the, the shareholders of fsg ain't got any liquid in the bank is that what you're saying situ- well they're not in the same it's situation. all guess working you know, boys it's all guess working you don't know what the finances are henry ain't got a few million running around in their bank account is that what you're probably saying to not. Me? they probably haven't any time because what they do is they don't do you think that they use their liquid cash no. at any time they don't do that they That's don't know they mortgage everything i'm not dumb yeah, i'm exactly. not dumb i know the people for the business everything's mortgage yeah and they're not going to get a mortgage at this time oh my god please don't sit there and tell me that J.W. Henry hasn't got money in his, uh, any money in his bank account. Please don't tell me that. <laughs> I'm sure he has, but what's just, he's not oh going to have enough. He's not oh going to have 15 million God. sat there waiting to buy, you know, let's, to pay a down payment. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You're telling me, J- they, this is what you're saying to me. J.W. Henry's got no money in his account. So is that what you're saying? Well, you're not. But how can you expect someone that's a business? How would you expect them to just... No, but that's the point. That's not the point. That's not the point. point. You just said that JWN's got no money in his bank account. Well, no, I haven't said that. I've said I don't know what he's got in his bank account, but I doubt Billy, he's didn't very he just much say got Billy, 15 million in no. his bank account, sat Billy, there, Billy, cash, Billy, waiting to discuss. You're guessing, you're guessing to choose. Yeah, I'm, saying, I'm saying I don't know he's saying. He must have this money, I know, you used to. I know where you're coming from, right? And you're not going... And I'm not... Listen, I'm not... I'm just saying, right? And I know that you are... 
are uh, advocating for FSG because it's a pandemic and you can understand why they're being frugal. And to an extent, I can, but I also see the other side where we've elevated them into... Uh, 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 we already owe FSG <coughs> hundreds of millions. The club does. Another five million ain't going to make a difference, and my what friend. Are get for five we need million? to get four. We need to get top four. We You're need not, guaranteed we don't top need four to get top four. It's a football. It's oh a game. my god! Of course we do it's because if we don't get it, then to next year we'll be even more. We will be lacking financially even more, and that's where the trouble starts. That's where the downward uh, downward spiral starts. We the have to be It's already season. started because we've spent too much and the pandemic's come along. <laughs> Unless you know that that pandemic's ending, definitely, the risk of spending is obscene. Most of, you know, the, the best thing that most clubs are going to end up doing is starting to cut their clock for Gordon Lee and going to be starting to offload players over the next season, you know, next summer and that. Like, there's <laughs> going to be lots of players coming available cheap because clubs are in trouble for money. I understand where you're coming from. I I understand. It's just. I think it's very. I think this reciprocal. I I think this relationship between Liverpool and uh, and FSG is very reciprocal, right? We've. I understand they've given us a lot, right? And we've given them a lot in in many ways, tangible and intangible, right? But this is where they have to be stand up to be counted. If they can give us some money. And throw some into the club, and for us to buy or loan a player, then they have to do that. Because for me, that's where the down will so, and that's where the problems start if we don't get top four. I'm not even talking about the Premiership or the Champions League. I'm just talking about getting into top top four next this season, so finishing the top four so this you, season. You think we will get top four without a? Div- I just don't see that we're in that much trouble. I don't see that we're that badly off that we can't make it anyway. The only difference you're missing is, and in, you're, you're basing this on an injury to Matip now, is the sudden panic because Matip's injured. Well, Matip was always bloody injured anyway. He's not made any difference when he's out and when he's in. We've done, you know, we've for had me, a record with, for, with the team we've had. For me, I think it's um, dicey that we get top four with a, comp, with a back four of Phillips, Williams, um, uh, Henderson... And, and Fabinho. Uh, I, I just think that... If, and we're, let's not even rely on Matip because he plays one game and he's out for 12. I, so, for me, I think... See, I'm quite happy cool. with Phillips. It's just Williams. I'd agree with you. If Williams is the choice, then yeah, we're in trouble. But if it's Phillips, I'm quite happy with Phillips and Henderson. He's still yeah, I like it. I think he's fine. He's got a good defensive player. He's a good defensive player. Okay, he's not the best on the ball. But no, they kind of, what about if, what that. about if there's an injury to either Henderson or Phillips? Then <laughs> what are we going to do then? It's only a few months till Gomez and Van Dijk are going to be back, and we're going to end up with you know what's going to happen then. I'm not saying to I'm not going out and saying spend FSG go and spend forty million on someone. I'm just saying bring one or two short-term deals in like nobody knew about Aaron Long yesterday nobody now he's been um he's been linked to us all left right and center I'm just saying we haven't got the encyclopedic knowledge of footballers around the world like Edwards has and Liverpool has so yesterday 
I didn't know who Aaron Long was. Did you? Did you, yes. Billy? Yes, I did. He was USA captain. All right, fair enough. You did. You know, I'm not being he funny, but like, it's, it's, not, it's not like he's un, you know, he's unknown. He's, captain, he's been captain of the USA. It's like... I don't watch I don't watch international football, so I don't know who he was. Is but all right, you you get paid to watch football games. Do you know what I mean? So I don't. So that's your job to do that. So yeah, so the point I'm making the point I'm making is they could put a rabbit out of a hat. That's not hard for them to do. That's their job. That's what he's Michael Edwards employed to do. If you watch him, I think that's more a desperation sign, you know, rather than a rabbit out of the hat. I might turn out to work. He won't work out as good, but he's not someone that you're going to... The okay. teams have been looking yes. to spend huge money on. And this is the problem, you see. I, not, the ones we're looking... It's not you spending look huge at, money. The ones you look at... But yeah, it's but, loan. Like, it's then you get loan. crap. This is the problem. Phillips has been better. You know, and until... No. Phillips was better than most of the ones that were that were available. Within yeah. our budget, Tristan, I'm, I'm not saying to get. I want Aaron Long. What I'm saying is, is that there's players out there that you can magic out of thin hair, like they, uh, like like what's happened with Aaron Long. You know, there might be a great player out there that we could get on a six month loan. We don't know. I mean, look at Winston McKenney from that went to Juventus from the MSL. He was ama- he's amazing. Um, uh, where did? Well, yeah, Weston McKenney. Sorry, my mistake. Um, he's, he's he's played incredibly well, you know. So there's players out there we I'm don't know funny. about. He's playing well in the uh, in Serie A for Juventus. Is a bit different from coming in and playing for Liverpool in the defence where you have to actually play. You know, where you'll be put under pressure constantly and that. It's the hardest got league it, in the world point... to just come into, and that's the problem we've got. Is that's why it's. You know, we this should have been done in the summer. It wasn't because we couldn't find anyone, and now it's just going to be a, whoever comes in is not going to be fit to play. I mean, had two put forward um, yeah. Subotic, but he's not fit. So you know, we're going to be waiting a month at least before they're fit to play. It's a problem if you buy anyone, bring anyone in from MLS. It's the same thing because they're in pre, they're in uh, off season. It's not going to be fit. No, they're not in off-season. What they've done is they've suspended their league until April because uh, of the pandemic. The season season finishes. It goes into year to year. Theirs is a January. Their season's been postponed. The season starts. Their season's in January to, you know, January or whatever. Is it January or February or March or somewhere normally to the October, November time? So they'll be still training. They'll have some kind of training, but, yeah, but that's what the point. The point is, is that will, as I said, the my point is, I don't care where they get him from. They've just got to get someone in, and we need a body because I don't know. Let's not labour the subject because uh, should we go on to uh, what else? Are we going to uh, the game yesterday. What is going on there? <laughs> Billy, Billy's digging a ditch or something. <laughs> Have you fallen out with the missus and you're burying her body under the patio? I've been making these over a cup of tea. I think you've got a lot of defensive problems. <laughs> you as well. Do you, you, you guys watch a game yesterday? Yeah, I did, yeah. Cool. Totally 
What do you think of Bobby? He's all right. He's all right. He wasn't great. He's all right. Yeah, it wasn't his best game. He was okay. I'll tell you, he was poor. Hugo Lloris, what a bad keeper he was yesterday. He hasn't been the same since they won the World Cup. You know, for France, he was. It just seems like he's lost his way since then. He's always he's been consistently making errors since then. He made a brilliant save from uh, from Mane, uh, fantastic save, and then gave two goals away. One where he should have just oh. grabbed, grabbed it off Bobby's foot before it got to Bobby, right between him and Eric yeah, Dyer. First one should have got that, and then the one he pushed out right, oh. right to Trent. Yes. Sir. That was terrible keeping for an international keeper. They've got to go out for a corner or mm. at least, you know, wide. He put it right to his feet. I thought he was awful. Yeah. I tell you, Why haven't they well. replaced him? Sorry, go on, mate. Go on. No, it's just, uh, I was going to say, I tell you, he did play well. It was Milner. But yeah, that, that is a good question. Why haven't they replaced him? I suppose he's the captain. So maybe yeah, yeah. This, maybe it's maybe he's got a bit of uh, you know saying Rabbit the team off. like you know what I mean and it's like easier to. It was only a month ago that uh, Mourinho said he's the best keeper in the Premier League, but I'm not. Very actually said that. Bless. When he had a good game. Yeah, but this is the Mourinho that said last time that you know that that, that, that uh, Tottenham were the better team, even though they only had like two percent possession or whatever it was. <laughs> Was it 24% to be fair? I always exaggerate slightly. But like, you know, they had a couple of breakaways at the end. That doesn't mean you're the better team, Jose. It doesn't mean that at all. No, they're probably by far the better team. But uh, it's a big blow for them losing Kane, I think. Because uh, they haven't got a lot. They, they've got a handful of decent players. And really good players, I mean. But what's happening with Gareth Bale? Can someone tell me why? The hell they bought Gareth Bale if they're not going to use him. Well, oh, not transport him, but got him on loan or paying his wages. What's that all about? That's the most bizarre signing of all. It just seemed like it was something because, uh, you know, the, the fans weren't really behind Jose because they obviously they want a bit more attacking flair in from their team. I think it was just a signing to keep them happy, to be honest. Do you not think that? But it's so strange, it's so strange isn't it? Why haven't he played him if they've got him? That's what I'm saying. Oh, I think Go on, a bit. Sorry, mate. No, you're saying it's just to placate the fans. Is that what you're saying? Well, it just seems like that because it doesn't seem like there's any... You know, Jose certainly hasn't got a plan to use him, has he? No. The interesting thing is he doesn't want to play on the left. He doesn't want to play through the middle. He wants to play on the right. And I've never seen him play on the right, so he's just picking where he wants to play now. It's a strange one. Uh, you know, as, as Tris was saying, it must just be to placate the fans that they weren't going to buy anyone and they just got him on loan. And it's, it's just it's, so strange. He hasn't even figured. I haven't seen him figured in a game by coming on late as a substitute. I tell you what, though, Billy, they might, they can't be paying his Tristan. They can't be playing, paying all his wages. Otherwise, he'd be starting every week. Surely not. No, surely they can't pay him for. You wouldn't. Do, yeah, he exactly, would have yeah. to play. 
mind, then again, they can afford to pay Jose's wages. They can't be much less. <laughs> yeah, but they can't be afford to be playing both of those wages. No, if, true. If, uh, yeah, there's it's, no it, chance he's on. Depends uh, on how many shirts he's selling, mind. Because that's the thing that the he probably, the probably is. But, but the club don't get shirt sales, do they? Much? If they're sold in the shop, if they're sold in the club shop, they will. They'll get, oh, they'll right. get the yeah, business yeah, cut, enough, which will yeah. be, you know, which is a decent cut, like. And I bet you any money yeah, that he saw, he shifted a, a shed load of them when he signed. Yeah, online, not in the shop, because they won't be able to get in. Yeah, but it'll still be through the official <laughs> club shop, which means they'll get the merchant yeah, cut, yeah. so... Oh, yeah, but I can't see them doing much damage. Can you, to be honest with you, uh, Tottenham, I can't see them challenging for the top four, the way they're playing at the moment. And, and they're going to get, if, if he's out for a bit, Harry uh, Kane, they're going to be in real trouble. The problem is, Jose, I mean, why didn't he, where was the Toby all the way around? He's the best defender by a country mile. It's not even close, you know what I mean? There's Toby all the way around. Oh. And then there's, well, there's nobody even in the same league as him, is there, as a defender at Tottenham? Where was he yesterday? There you go. I couldn't He's figure on the bench, that out. He's well, yeah, but yeah. that's my point. Why is he not in the team? They've got the defence is well, all over this... the shop. You've got a young lad there who's learning his game. Put Toby all the way around next to him to talk him through it. And, you know, problem solved, isn't it? Instead of having to play yeah. a left back at centre back and then a right wing back at left wing back, and totally mess with your team. I, uh, I know a I know a decent team at the top of for six months in the northwest on loan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can <laughs> oh, you imagine? Only oh, um, I'd yeah, love to sign it, him. Yeah. Um, can you imagine? But it seems like to answer your question, Billy, about uh, Jose, it's, it seemed they seem to take one step forward and two steps back. I suppose yeah. that Spursy cliche, isn't it? I mean, it's it's just weird. They've got all the talent in the world as well. I mean, you remember you were saying uh, about Endembele? Oh. What a cracking player! I mean, they don't he well yesterday, but he is a great player. Fabulous player. Some of the, no, but you're right, he didn't play, it wasn't his best game, but some of the individual stuff he did was, that turn, was it for the oh, goal? Yeah. Uh, I mean, Holberg was a, it was a world-class goal, but the, the turn for the goal, the setup by Endembole was, oh, incredible. Can, can I ask, can, can somebody please explain to me, the commentators were raving about Hoiberg all through the game. Now, I get he scored a great goal, fabulous goal, can't take that away from him, it was brilliant. But what else did he do all game apart from get dominated by James Milner, who's 35 years old? And he got absolutely dominated by Milner. What did he do? The commentators were talking about him as if he was man of the match. I, I thought he was their, their man of the match, I'll be honest with you. I, I thought he played well. Why, yeah, honestly, I thought he played well. He, could he was involved and, and he was up and down all the time. Where? When did he get up and down? I mean, I didn't. See, I'm sorry, I don't see that. Well, I, I thought, I thought, he, I'm, no, I'm looking at objectively on it, but I thought he, he was one of their better players. But the problem they've got is that they haven't got enough good players. There's, the likes of Harry Winks, and I'm not keep picking on Harry Winks, but 
you know, he's coming on. He can't change a game. He's never going to change a game for you. That like Bergwijn, he was awful. You've got so many players that are really average. Eric Lamella is not going to win you a game when he comes on. You've got so many players like that. That Bergwijn, you watched, I watched him and I just thought he didn't know what he was meant to be doing at any point in the game. It was like he didn't have a exactly. position in playing. And he really no, didn't he know what to do. It was weird. No, I'm not sorry, because I think there's talent in there. Oh, that yeah. Bergwijn's got some talent. I really feel sorry for him. But they're not going to get used to their, um, their full extent because they're attacking players. They're not going to get used to their full extent while they've got a manager who only knows how to defend. Yeah, yeah. I think that. Um, I think also that um, now that, like you mentioned, Billy, that Harry Kane's out for a while, I think that we'll see. Hopefully, let that lad Vinicius will sh- will shine because he's, he's got some. He's a bit of a player. Well, I like what I've seen so far, anyway. You know he's 25, he's not like 15 or anything. Like People keep going on as if he's like 16, 17. He's like 25 years old. Yeah. But he looks a bit <laughs> doesn't he, to come off the bench? Yeah. Oh yeah, he looks a good player. Yeah, but I'm just saying, he's not a kid like or anything. Like people Mate, make no, they're all kids compared to us. That's a fair <laughs> point. That is a fair point. <laughs> yeah, so... I, and like you say, guys, I just I, I don't think they're going to threaten top four. Um, no, I don't think so. What about Arsenal? They had a better research, and they had a great result against uh, Southampton the other, the other night. And they've gone on a bit of a run below the radar, and they're, they're really shooting up the league. And, you know, I know you're great fans of uh, Arteta, but... He's doing something great at the moment, isn't he? He's picking the right players, that's all. But if you yeah. watch them, if you watch them, they're similar to Man United. They're not actually particularly good. They're just relying on individual moments in a similar way. You know what I mean? It's the kids come in. Yeah. It's the kids come in that, that have got fit. You know, the uh, Smith Rowe and um, what's his name on uh, Martinelli and that. Becker. And Saka, what yeah. a player he is. I said, did say he's the player I'd take off them ev- all day, every day. He'd be the first yeah, player yeah. off them. But yeah, they got and they've come in and they've gone in and actually they've got some individual talent and that's winning them games a bit similar to the way Man United are doing. Trouble yeah, is, yeah. that's all. This season is so difficult because teams aren't getting the amount of time to work in training on. Uh, discipline, you know, organisation and all that. So a lot of so this is why these teams that are just playing on individual talent, City or another, you know, a lot of their gameplay is based on individual talent at the moment. That's why they're suddenly streaking away because they they can use the individual talent now. They've got a defensive base in front of you know a defensive base to build on. They can use their individual talent and United yeah. they're winning, you know. They, it's going to be interesting to see if they can maintain it next season when teams that normally work on, you know, win games more about teamwork than individual talent, how they'll, you know, how it will compare next season. If you see what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I completely lost the thread of what I was trying to say as I said it. <laughs> yeah, whether they'll yes, do as well. Or an Arsenal and that when they 
that's what I was trying to say. Do you think they'll still be as do as well next season when it's hopefully back to normal ish? You know, this this has been an amazing season and up to now. It's uh, just so off the scale with the pandemic and everything that goes with it. Mm. That that you know, we still don't know who's going to finish in the top four. And there's one of like seven or eight teams maybe could finish in that top four. And someone's only got to go on a bad run and they'll be out of it. Mm. You know, it's it's that type of season, isn't it? You know. Uh, Everton could actually get in the top four if things no, go don't for them. Go that far. They... You go a bit far there, but... I'm telling you, I'm <laughs> telling you, they might. Yeah, they could do. This is the thing. Anyone could. And you only got to look. City a few weeks ago were 15th place, weren't they? For the yeah, they were. And United were 11th or 12th. Yeah, something weren't they at the time? Yeah, yeah, and uh, it's such a strange season. It's absolutely alien, isn't it? Absolutely alien. I don't know whether it's good or not. I can't decide. In some respects, it's great <laughs> because it's like you don't know what's going to happen. But in other respects, it's, yeah, without the fans, it's, it really does. It really is difficult to maintain interest. Is the problem? Who would have put Aston Villa up there? You know, after the way they had the season they had last year. You wouldn't have thought they were going to play like they have done. They made some great signings, by they the way. They are only 10th. Oh, they've gone down to 10th now. Yeah, because I, I, I only know it. I thought they were up there as well, and I was doing I the, they, I did a I team thought they were up there. I didn't realise they'd dropped down that far. Yeah, they've they've hit a bit of a, a bit of a bad patch. Like I said, it's the Greek, you yeah. know, they're, they're not... They were they were going on a great run, and when they were on the great run, they were all everything was quick and it was just done, and they were in there and they were you know on the quick counters, and now they've they've trying to play a bit more and it's not working out for them. It's kind of you know it's swinging but around. They're only, they're, only, good yet. they're only they're only four points behind yeah, Spurs. Exactly. You know, so that that table is so congested, and like you said, Billy, and a two two losses and two wins, it's a different table. Yeah, absolutely. Southampton is still, yeah, well, you know, Southampton have been playing some great football. Another one that could do well. Yeah. So I'm just saying you can't rule anyone out of getting in the European places top six yeah. out, yeah. Of, out of the top 10, 12 teams. Yeah, you know, we've, you're going past, on. we've only just gone past halfway. So, you know, there's still yeah, a long way to go. Yeah, and you've got to take into account that City, after after January, they may have a couple of injuries that affect them really adversely. They can't buy their way out of trouble. So, yeah, it's anyone's really. Yeah, De Bruyne yeah. is going to be could could be a big loss for them. We don't. We're going to have to see how that plays out. Yeah, yeah. To go to answer your question about uh, Arsenal, see, I do listen, Tristan. About um, <laughs> sorry, what were you saying? How. Uh, <laughs> about next season I think if he plays I think lads if he play, if um, Arsenal pick players on merit rather than how much they're paying them or how much they cost I think that, that that's what they need to do because clearly he needed to be playing Saka not Pepe because he was, yeah. he was picking Pepe over Saka so I, and, and Martinelli obviously another player that will come in that maybe take over from Win- uh, uh, Willian or whatever. So it, it's just, he's got to play 
who's playing well, not base it on how much they're getting paid. Because that, that, that will just end in tears otherwise. But he seems to have done that over the last month, doesn't he? He seems yeah, to have changed I mean, yeah. I don't know whether he's been embarrassed there or whatever, but they have really got an act together, yeah, they it seems have, to me. They had a bunch of injuries, though, as well as the young players coming back from injury. They had injuries to their, you know, they, they, the first choice players yeah. were ruled out. So they had, they had no choice. This is the interesting thing now, is over the next few weeks, is when they're all fit, who does he pick, especially with Odegaard yeah. signing? Will that mean Smith Rose made a huge difference? Will he now drop out because they brought in this big name Odegaard on loan? I haven't seen much of interest. Is he a good player? Um, well, I watched him playing in Spain for a player profile recently, so I watched a, a few of him, and he was a he, he was a good player, but he wasn't a great player. You know, you know when you watched him, you thought yeah. he's not lived up to the promise he'd shown at fourteen, fifteen, where he looked like he was going to be a world beater. He's definitely not. He's not improved. He's, he reminds me a bit of Rooney, where he just stagnated. You know what I mean? Where he was eighteen, nineteen, he was brilliant, and then he just stayed at that level for his entire. You know, he never improved over his entire career. And you're thinking, what could have been? And I think that's the same with Odegaard. He's just not gone All anywhere. Right. Is the you know he's good, but he's not special. He doesn't he doesn't have anything special about him. You know that that sprinkle of stardust that you when you watch a great player, you think wow. You know you see something in them. He, he doesn't. Well, none of the no games way. I watched of him, he did that. You know he did anything that you thought. Mm. He, he he was all right. He wasn't he wasn't a bad player by any means. But who's the other Spanish fellow they got on loan? And they, or they may not. Ceballos, he's better than him. Ceballos. Ceballos, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he's crap. He's though, better he? than him. Yeah, no, that's like. Yeah, but that's like saying he's better than you. It's not saying much, is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but who did he go out and loan to from Madrid? Was it Sociedad or Bilbao? I think he, or... went, he was at Sociedad when I watched him. I'm sure he was. Sure oh, was that's Sociedad. right. That's, that's his. Yeah, Madrid's his parent club. So yeah, yeah. It was loaned, yeah, it was loaned out to Sociedad. He did really well out there. Well, yeah, well, when I, I watched it, he wasn't that impressive, to be honest. He was all right. He wasn't bad. He just wasn't... His work rate has a lot to be desired, was the thing I noticed, if I remember rightly. Well, this this is the playmaker that Arsenal desired, so he's got what he's wanted, so... Uh... I just thought that, like, you know, they've got... They seem to be all right, and it was the last... It wasn't what they really needed, I thought. I Yeah, I mean, I, I just caught it. Yeah, basically, he's very left-footed and that. I was just, sorry, just taking, yeah, it's Sociedad. It was Sociedad. And he was taking the set pieces right. and that, but, yeah. It, it just, basically, just... I didn't, I wasn't impressed with his his uh, movement and that. But he's strong but goes down easy and stuff like that. You know, he's a bit. There's something there. Yeah. There is a player there, but he's just, it's just not. Like as special as we were led to believe when he was fourteen and fifteen, you know, when everyone was fighting over him. Yeah, yeah, including Liverpool. Yeah, everyone did. Literally, everyone yeah. was, and he ended up at Real Madrid. And as you do. Yeah, I mean, he's had a few, the thing is, he, he's had a few problems while there because they basically led him to believe in the that he'd be in the first team. 
but he yeah. wasn't Zidane wouldn't pick him even he was just playing he wouldn't even you know he didn't even want him in the training and stuff like that there was a right. bit of so there's been a few issues like and he's having to rebuild his career basically but yeah I just don't see him being the player everyone really thought he'd be but he, he might be good enough for you know just to do some for us I just think it's a bit odd because Smith Rowe had just emerged I don't know what they needed him for they are really talking about finances. They are really, really going out there, Arsenal. If they don't get top European football, they're really going to be screwed. Yeah, they, they, they have certainly put it pushed the boat out, haven't they? They were spending next year's and Absolutely. the years after, and that. I just, I just thought what they needed was central midfield. They needed someone in there alongside Party, and they bought someone to go in a position already fairly strong, and that's what I don't understand about the signing. Well, there's no there's no uh, logic at Arsenal, so the right lads. Do you want to talk um, before we get on to transfers? Do you want to talk about um, uh, any of the bottom sides? Uh, uh, lower uh, bottom of the table. Did we talk about Newcastle, or did we do that before we started? I think we talked about Newcastle, didn't we? No, we talked about Newcastle, yeah, 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 yeah. They, they are in trouble. They, they, they're in free fall at the moment. And uh, they don't look like winning the game from the start, do they? You know, they don't look as though they're going to give anyone a game at the moment. Too passive. And we play them tomorrow. Yeah, that's the case. Kiss of death, I have to give them now. Yeah. By an Everton tomorrow. Yeah, Shelby. I was just oh. going to say, Shelby does nothing. He's so lazy and slow, and yeah, and he'll probably go yeah. and be man of the match now. So I'm not going to say that because I don't want to. I don't want to jinx you. Much as you know, so much cute. as I don't mind Everton losing, I, I don't want to be the one that jinxes you. You know what I mean? Because I have to face my auntie afterwards <laughs> if I do. <laughs> It's eight. Sheffield United are on eight points, and Newcastle are on nineteen. So, I'm oh, sorry, Brighton are on eighteen. For so far, oh no, I don't want to do my maths again. Remember last time. Ten. <laughs> That's ten points if they're on yeah. eighteen and eight. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh so God. Ten, so, Sheffield United have to get ten points at least. They've got 10 points behind. That's going to be hard for Sheffield United. I don't United. see Brighton as the hell. one they're aiming for, though. Like we said earlier, I, I think it's Newcastle is the one they're all aiming at. Brighton, I think, will carry yeah, on. They'll be... pick up the odd point here and there. Yeah, I think yeah, it's, yeah. it's Newcastle. I can't. I just don't see where the points are going to come from for them. And you do find, tend to find that as a team that's up in mid-table during the, the first half of the season... There always seems to be every season one that does this gets up in mid table, looks safe, and then just falls apart and just drops like a stone and ends up yeah. being relegated every season. And I think that this season it looks like Newcastle that one. Question is, which of the three at the bottom is the one that makes it out of the bottom three? I, I think it'll it. be the. Uh, I think it'll be Sheffield United, West Brom, and Fulham. The, the ones at the bottom three now go down. I don't see anything going, anything changing. Mm-hmm. I, I still think Newcastle could end up in it, and but I can't see West Brom being the one to make it out of it. Just don't see anything about them. I really hope not. I really yeah. hope not. <laughs> I know you love fat Sam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, 
I don't think anybody <laughs> likes him, do they? Apart from the media. Think... Yeah, they love him. I, I just don't get it. I'm kept when he perhaps decided to go into comedy, calling him a genius. <laughs> oh, what the hell? Oh, yeah, the genius. Oh, oh god. <laughs> that was that was just class. That was classic. That was. But it's it's like he got. It. I think that personally, I think he did that on purpose. I think that was a mind game because you know what Sam Allardyce is like. If he's yeah, he gets up for it, you know what I mean. If he feels disrespected or whatever, he gets up for it. He gets his team up for it. Whereas when they tell him how great he is, he puffs up his chest. He thinks he's wonderful, and he doesn't. And his team falls apart and he plays crap. I think Pep put yeah, the number gonna... on him myself. Yeah, they're gonna op- they would have opened up and started playing football. That's exactly what he wanted him to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Should we move on to transfers? Um, we touched upon Odengard going to Arsenal. Yeah. Real Madrid. You want to just uh, say a few words about Lingard going to West Ham from Man United? Odd one, that, isn't it? Yeah. It is an odd one. He hasn't produced for a long time, has he? Maybe a change of scenery will do him good because, you know, at one point he was a regular in the England side and, he, you know, he looked as though he was going to be a talent, but he's fell away, hasn't he? He's really fell away. He's not even near the United squad. Yeah, he's had a few personal problems, so hasn't he? Family issues yeah, and, that, yeah. and that. So he, he works hard. He gives, he tries. He's quick, technically decent, makes good runs and that. But he just doesn't seem to have that little bit. The mental side of the game seems to be totally lacking with him. He does. It, it yeah. takes it. He doesn't have that focus on the game you know it's like you see him he's messing about in the team bursts and stuff like that he's not really he doesn't seem to have that mental capacity to take his game to another level but Moyes will have him working hard and his pace will be useful for them do you think they'll stay in the top yeah. four West Ham by the end of the season I tell you what you know you know I'm not Moyes' biggest fan but the job he's done there up to now has been amazing, by the way. Yeah. And they've brought some good players. They're, they're playing, like I said, they're playing some nice football as well. I watched them the other day and they were really good. You know, they come to Goodison and done a number on us. And they looked a decent side and they are a good side. And getting rid of that, that centre forward was his best uh, thing in Ajax. <laughs> yeah, Halle. Halle. Yeah. What a bad player he was. I can't believe he actually got money for him. Unreal. But then he was quite good when he played with another striker. He, he never played as an out-and-out striker before. So I think that you know that might have been that might have been part of the problem. But the fact that he just couldn't be bothered to try was what let him down badly, isn't it? Yeah, he just looked awful, didn't he? He really did look out of place. But Moyes has got them playing some decent stuff, and they're hard to beat. They got the the big centre half there. Begins with the old can't think of his name now. Really, oh, oh Bonner, Bonner. Is it? yeah. He's playing really well for them. Good player. And uh, they look like a good side, a good solid unit. And you know, fair play, fair play to Moyes. I'm not his biggest fan, but he's done really well there. So you know, all power to him. And the guy up front has come back from injury as well. Antonio, is it? Yeah, Michael Antonio. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was a massive difference, by the way. 
How is he such a good player when he's technically so poor? He can barely control his feet, let alone the ball. He just seems to blunder through and he works his bloody ass off, to be fair to him. like. But I mean, yeah. you know, if you actually look at his Yeah. Yeah, he's a big, strong powerhouse. He's, he's fantastic for them. But you've got you to make say, your own luck, Tristan. Well, you know, he, he, just, he gives everything, and that's why he gets the luck. He deserves the luck. But what I mean is, you watch him and you think, he's got absolutely no technique <laughs> there whatsoever, and yet he's brilliant. It, it, it's just bizarre. Yeah. And yet they focus... He's, he's so powerful. Yeah, they focus so much on just being... You know, on technique in the in the academies in England, and they don't look at the things that actually make a player a useful player. You know what I mean? It's not yeah. just because he works. Yeah, right. It's the good runs he makes. It's you know, it's the way he attacks the ball when it goes into the box. He's always looking to get on the end of it. He's always showing for the ball. He's you know, it's it's things like yeah. that that makes a good player rather than just being able to control it and do fifty five. He frightens defences, doesn't he? He yeah. runs at them. He yeah. runs at them and he frightens them. He can only do three key uppies, but yeah. I tell you what, you wouldn't want to mark him. Yeah, I you know you'd much rather play a fancy Dan than him. You know he's this is what I mean. It's, if these, this is what the the academy should be looking at is where are these players? You know yeah. why aren't these players coming through academies? Rather than the ones that are coming, yeah. they're all just all of a muchness. They're, I mean, you've only got to look at Reese Williams come through the Liverpool Academy. Yeah, he's tidy on the ball, but he can't defend. He's got no idea about positional sense. He can't read the game. He's just, he's just, yeah. a, he's just a, you know, he's just a nice touch on the ball player. It's they're all the same. That's what they do. Good technique, and there's nothing else to it. Yeah. Needs Williams to, needs to uh, learn. In, in the last that's, like, that's the problem with Chelsea having now. They, all their players are lovely on the ball, but you've got no heart and no, no battling qualities that you need inside. You need at least one or two battlers, and they've got no battlers whatsoever. Yeah, Mount puts himself about. Mount gives his all. He's, Mount, yeah, he, 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 he will. He's, he's a decent player. But yeah, they've got no one. one yeah, yeah, but I'm saying that. I was just saying. He said none. I was just pointing that out. I mean, Jorginho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, you Jorginho are the most authentic person I've ever met in my life. I swear. <laughs> people say Jorginho's about. So yeah, I am. I know that. I can't. I can't help it. It's the way I am. I, I admit that. I've got no problem admitting that. Oh it's my, my, it's no. my way. But yeah, I was going to say. Um, you watch Jorginho, for instance. People will say he's a bit of a battler because he kicks people, but he's just, uh, he's just, um, what's the way? He's just, uh, he'll just kick people. He, he's got no, there's no battle. The right? He's just not aggressive. What's the word I'm looking for? He's, he's just rubbish. A bit of a shit kicker. <laughs> you know what I mean? He just kicks someone rather than make an effort because it's yeah. easier. He, he, he takes, takes the easy option. Yeah. Easy option. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. He, I mean, the path of least resistance. Yeah. Kovacic is another one. He offers nothing. He's nice they, on the they, board. to me, are like brothers. Those two are brothers. They do exactly the same thing. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's the problem at Chelsea for me, is the central midfield. They should have kept Ampadu as the holding midfielder. And then they've got a totally... That's transformed their team. 
Well, play Canty where he's supposed to. Yeah. <laughs> you, just give, you just put Ampadu <coughs> sit there and hold in front of the, the defence and then tell Canty, go and do what you want. You know, we, we know you'll do the right thing because you're good. You know what I mean? You're good enough to know where to be and when to be there. You know, he's a great player. You don't need to tell him what to do. No. What you need is someone to sit in front and protect him. Highlighting what you just said, Billy, it's telling that Tuchel played Kante in a different position to what uh, Lampard played him in first game uh, in his tenure. Yeah. Well, his 18-month contract, anyway. So, um, yeah, I mean, that was a weird one, Lampard, playing people out of position. I mean, you've got uh, you've got Havertz that should be playing. Um, there's only one position he plays. And then Werner playing on the left. It's just, It was just... I don't know why he did that. I just don't understand what he... Was he intellectualising it too much? Or was he just rubbish? I don't get it. He did the same at Derby, to be fair. He made a bit of a mess there. And I don't understand why he was such, you know, so highly rated. They spent obscene amounts of money to try and get, uh, get him a team to get promotion. And he flopped. They didn't make promotion. And they didn't look like making promotion, to be fair. I know people argue that they, oh, yeah, they're really good, but they didn't. They were terrible when you watched them. It was a sentimental appointment, wasn't it? You know, everyone wanted them to do well. He comes across as a nice guy. Mightn't be, but he comes across as a nice guy. And, you know, they, they went for someone to appease the fans and to be get an old boy back, you know, what jobs for the boys. To be fair, I think at the time when they appointed him, I think he was about the only option they could take for that season. For that one season where they couldn't make transfers, I think he was the right option. Perfect option because the fans will get behind him, support him, and you know what I mean? And it didn't matter that... And then they could worry about it. But he should have just been in for that one season, and that's where they went wrong. That's all he should have been for, one season, then bring somebody else in the following summer to take you know a, a, a proper coach in. To take over. Yeah, but would you, would you take a job knowing that even if you're you're Frank Lampard, you're full of confidence, should I say, that you've just bought Derby up or whatever? But should you be taking a job for one season only? I mean, what what kind of message does that send out to yourself? And number two to the footballing world. I mean, you can't just take a job for one season if you're Frank Lampard. You're up and coming manager, and you want to make it. Well, you, 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 there's no way. Well, if you do a good job there, then you're going to have another good job lined up afterwards. You know, a big job will be coming in for you. Because you've got to remember, it was only his second season in management. So all he had to do at the end of that season, if he'd have gone, well, you know, walked away from Chelsea, he'd walked away with his head held high. They finished fourth. You know what I mean? They had no, no, they weren't able to make signings and stuff. He'd have come out of that looking good. Now he's walking away, and there's like. You know, the, the only people who are saying he looks good are a few a few Chelsea fans who still worship him because he was a good player for them, and his mates in the media. That's it. See, I think I think you could have an apprenticeship as a manager. I really do, and I think uh, although I'm certainly not as big as fan Steven Gerrard starting with Rangers rather than going to a Liverpool, or I, I think it's the right way to go. I know. Rangers fans won't be happy about me saying that this, but they're a lower tier t- team, to lower league, and you've got to start somewhere and then build yourself up. You can't just be thrown in at the deep end and expect to work miracles at top clubs. Well, he, had to, 
he actually started in the under 18s at Liverpool to be fair as well yeah so you know he's actually yeah, you know you've got to go out there you've got to go away from your parent club for me take, take a lower league job take a league one or a league two and then progress do well and you move up the ladder going straight into the top rung I think it causes problems I think it's done that with Arteta and we've seen it with, uh, with Lampard they just weren't ready for the job. To be fair, Lampard did on the Derby first. Yeah, but he was only there one season. Yeah, that was the mistake. He should have stayed there, but Danny, I don't think he'd have, they'd have. They were a mess. That's why he left because they were out of money. Yeah. But but conversely, Billy, you're saying that. I hear what you're saying, and you make a very good point. But what about then people like Dalgleish and Pep? They uh, they get thrown in, and uh-huh. they do. Hang on, you've got to remember different circumstances. Dalglish took over, Bob Paisley was there to, to talk him through. Pep took over, he right. had Johan Cruyff there, and he took over the team with the best player in the world at the time, Ronaldinho, and the best young player in the world. Yeah, um, but still, you're telling me Chelsea didn't... Have, he got Chelsea top... Yeah, but regardless, whoever's there to help, he still got... He, Pep and Dalglish were still successful and they never had any management experience. But when Lampard got to Chelsea, he still had fantastic footballers at his disposal. Yeah, well, he didn't have so, a Messi, did he? He didn't have a mentor, did he? He never had anyone around him so he could help, help him out. Whether that was him doing it or whether he wasn't was offered it, I don't know. No, he was but, offered it. That's why he got the sack. Is cause he, 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 never, he never got the help that he needed. Someone to advise him like Dalglish got, like Pep did. You know, that's what I think. That's my exactly. view on it. He needed help, and he never got it. Yeah, he chose not to. He chose to have Jody Morris as his number. Yeah, player. and I would tell me that. Yeah, would uh, you not go for it? You'd you'd want to bring. I mean, even Steve Bruce now he's bring. They brought in Graham Jones to help him out because they're struggling. He's he's clever. You know, he's um, humble enough to say. Okay, I don't know everything, and I need a bit of help right now because things aren't going well. Frank Lampard, things weren't going well. They said to him, "Well, we can bring in some bit of experience because obviously we know you're new to the game, and your number two's also not, you know, he's not very experienced either. We'll bring you in a bit of experience, just someone to talk, you know, just someone to help you with a bit of advice and help with the coaching side, you know, give you a bit of tactical input that you, you know, that you some experience, you know, just someone to help you out." And he's like, no, yeah. I mean, that's that's arrogant. I think that smacks of arrogance, really. Yeah. All confidence, all confidence. But I think you'll find Jody Morris actually look back on that in re- retrospect and think, yeah, maybe we should have got that help exactly. that they offered us because they might have been in a job today, and that yeah. could have pro- that could have propelled them up the league, got them top four. And their jobs might have been uh, safe for next season. So I think they will rue that decision, definitely. Well, you got to look at Klopp. Yeah. Klopp is his, his not, he, he will tell you whenever, you know, he speaks to him, he says it's a team, you know, it's not just me that wins, yeah. you know, when he wins things. It's Mona, it's Pep, Linders, it's um, not Bouva, he's the one that left, isn't it? No. You know the other, you know the one I mean, anyway, and you know all these others, the uh, mini club, yeah, 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 yeah. Cromwell, that's the one I was trying to, Andres yeah, Cromwell, yeah. and it'll go through all of them, and he'll say these are all part of it. It's you need the a team around you, the statisticians yeah, yeah. all that, that all help out the analysts. Everyone helps out. It's the recruitment team, all that. It's a team. 
Frank seemed yeah. to think it was all about him. And I think that's... He's just too yeah. old-fashioned for point. the game. I think he's or, just... Or not experienced enough. Yeah. Because in time, he might find that, you know, he'll credit people that he should do. You're right, because Klopp's always crediting... Uh, even the, the Portuguese coach, the, uh, the uh, guy they brought over to... Uh, uh, teach the kids uh, coach the kids mm. he's always crediting people because he's he doesn't he, he, he doesn't uh, uh, he doesn't he doesn't believe his own hubris kind of thing you know he knows he's good but he's also magnanimous and magnanimous in saying that I'm not the only one that does good work all my yeah. team it's a team game it's yeah, a it's team not effort all me, it's us and that's how it should be us, yeah. Yeah. and yeah, I think that yeah. was what Frank Lampard lacked he lacked that human it might be something he learns now from his sacking it might be something he'll go away and think about and think you know what that was my mistake i really did need that bit of help you know i needed that bit of experience here to just say to me because nine times out of ten when you were when these players do get appointed at jobs they normally have an experienced deer alongside them it's really strange that chelsea didn't insist on one when they appointed him I think it was insecurity on Lampard's part and Jody yeah. Morris's part because they thought that they would be getting judged uh, adversely if they brought any help on, like they couldn't do the job. But with, with somebody like Klopp, it's, he's secure in his own um, success. that He, bring, he knows if he brings somebody on, it isn't that makes him a bad manager, it just makes, makes him a better manager. I think the problem at Chelsea was they offered him the help when he was in trouble rather than it being at the start saying, we, you know, we've not got a problem. We, you know, we trust you and all that. But we just want you to have a bit of experience so when things are going wrong, you've got some, you know, some experience there to lean on and help you through it because it's something mm-hmm. you've obviously not been through yet. You're new to the game, you're new to the job and that. And it, it just, it'll just be a bit of a help. That's what's went wrong, I think, personally. Because when you get it offered... When you're struggling, you know you're being offered it because you're struggling, and then it becomes more difficult to accept the help because you stay here admitting you're not doing very well. Yeah, that's a point. Agreed. 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 Um, Billy, um, uh, we were just dwelling on uh, transfers. Do you want to talk about Balassi from Everton (laughs) to uh, Middlesbrough? Yeah, he's off to Middlesbrough. Uh, He's had a lot of bad luck at that to be honest with you. I was never as big as fan but the same the same fella, you know, everybody thinks the world of him with the club. He's there every day, he, he does what he can, he, he got a really bad injury and as it turns out he would waste the money. But you know, that's not the player's fault if he gets an injury. People are going on, you can't wait to see the back of him all, and all that. But he's never said anything derogatory about the club. He's been a, a model professional. He's, he's always boosting the club up on you know, websites or whatever. And, you know, he just hasn't had the luck. And you get players like that. And I say good luck to him. I hope he has the next his career. Because I think there's a decent player in there somewhere. But just one of them things, I'm afraid. I think he's 31 now. I think that for him, he's not going to set the world on fire at any no, time he's not, in the no. future. And he's a multi-millionaire, and he's had a, 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 a good career, you know? So, I mean, not necessarily with Everton, but with Palace before that. He's he getting he out of the game, you know, and I say good luck to players like that, you know. He's uh, he's not, I don't think he's a bad person. He's, he's a nice, nice enough fella. 
just had no luck at all in football. Yeah. You get teams like air players like that. And did you see what your captain, the the the, the uh, text messages he sent him, he's saying, look, basically, sorry, you're not at the club anymore. You've been wonderful. You've been, you know, you, you at the training ground, you've been a great professional, blah, blah, blah. They all, like you said, they all say wonderful things, you know, and yeah, you know, at the end of the day, you've played football at the top level. You're a multi-millionaire. Listen, you can't be, you can't, you, that's not that bad, is it, really? No, no. No, he's earned a good living out of football. And he just, just never got the breaks. And that happens in the football. Played at the yeah, top level, nice I thought he was at Everton. Yeah, that is the top level. You'll see that at the end of the season. <laughs> All right, guys, on that note, I think we should, on Everton uh, being top level. <laughs> yeah, go out with a laugh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you. Uh, oh, I'm going to get up, so much down, stick Billy. on that one. <laughs> All right, guys. Yeah, right, boys, been a blast. Whatever day, what day is Thursday. it? Thursday, yeah. Friday, isn't it? Yeah. Friday, yeah. That's close enough. Thursday, Friday. Yeah. <laughs> okay, thanks a lot, boys. I'll see you on the side. Yeah, and... Thursday. Um, yeah. Turn around. Okay.